Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with John Burke. He's an ecologist with the Department of Public Works and Environmental Services, and we're going to be talking about the Stream Crime Investigation Program. So I can't wait to get into that and find out how we're, uh, how we're going to be investigating stream crimes, maybe? I don't know. We'll find out. John, good to have you with us on the uh, County Conversation. Yeah, it's great to be here this morning. So an ecologist, you got to enlighten me a little bit. What, 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 is, what is that and what do you do? Okay, so I'm a freshwater ecologist with okay. Fairfax County, like you said, and ecologists study the living and non-living things in the environment and how they interact. Okay. So specifically here in Fairfax County, I would be considered a freshwater ecologist. Okay. I work with the watershed planning and assessment branch. Uh, so that's the branch mm-hmm. in the Department of Public Works, which is invi- involved with uh, stream water quality monitoring. Okay. Uh, as well as a number of other activities related to stormwater. Okay. So. And and I th- I think at one point I knew the like the amount of landmass was covered by water in Fairfax County, but it's a pretty large amount. I think residents would be surprised how much water there is in Fairfax County. Not looking for a specific number, but there's there's a lot of it. Yeah, and in fact, we have about uh, 1,500 miles of storm drain alone. Oh my so gosh. that's not even including our streams and lakes and wow. pediments, things like that. Wow. So is there like a specific... Uh, part of the job that kind of interested you when you were growing up and in school and that kind of thing? Where, did you always have a kind of a leaning toward ecology and, and, and the stuff that you do, or is this uh, was it a, a newfound uh, um, thing that you got into later? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've always had a lifelong interest in uh, specifically aquatic ecology, marine oh, okay. ecology, and freshwater ecology. So I grew up in the area. I grew up in Arlington, and I would often spend time exploring the streams and ponds oh, and lakes okay, in the area. Okay. And this is a common story you'll hear among other ecologists with Fairfax County. It's always been a lifelong aspiration to somehow be involved with monitoring and protecting the environment. Right. So I went to uh, Virginia Tech, okay. got a degree in fisheries biology okay. because uh, that's the area I chose to focus in. And actually, I use that degree a lot here in Fairfax County, doing some of our fish identification work. Uh, when we monitor streams here. Right, okay. And I also did some graduate work at Michigan State uh, in fisheries as well. Interesting. So upon uh, growing up in Virginia, going to school here, going to Michigan, I also spent some time in Alaska doing research out there. Some of it involved stormwater, some of it involved fishery science. And uh, since then I've come back. I've worked with some outreach programs in the city of Alexandria, Arlington County, Mm -hmm. Nova Parks. Okay. And uh, within a year and a half, uh, I was able to find a job here at Fairfax yeah. County and have been here for about that long. Okay, okay. So a relatively new county employee, but tons of experience. And interesting about this fish identification. What I mean, I know it's not as simplistic as going, oh, well, that's a bass swimming there or that's a whatever. I mean, you're identifying them for, I guess, what purpose? Oh, that's a great, great question. Well, what we do here as ecologists, in addition to some of the outreach we're going to talk about, yeah. is the stream water and water quality monitoring monitoring in the county. Okay. So we have about 40 random sites that are selected throughout the county, various uh, stream reaches, we call them. And we monitor those sites for fish or fishes, macroinvertebrates, which are 
um, macro meaning large, invertebrate meaning no backbone. So okay. they're basically insects, crustaceans, uh, worms, other things like that that hmm. can be seen with the naked eye. Okay. We also monitor for water chemistry, and oh. then we also do a physical assessment of the stream looking at things like erosion. Oh, wow. uh, uh, maybe even uh, riparian buffers, which are the plants that grow alongside the stream. We, okay. We thanks for ex- thanks for explaining all these things, <laughs> yeah. by the way, for, for me. Yeah, we, we classify the stream based on you know the, these uh, these different categories. So, mm-hmm. for like the fish, for example, uh, the variety of fish we find in a stream, as well as the number of fish, the population mm-hmm. of fish mm-hmm. in that stream, um, tell us things about the water quality. For example. Oh, okay. Certain fish are very sensitive to pollutants. Hmm. So if we found a stream that had a large number of those fish or, say, a large amount of biodiversity of various fish that are sensitive to pollution, that would tell us that we have a relatively healthy stream. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the other end of things, if we find, say, only one species and it's very tolerant of pollution, uh, that would let us know something else right. about the stream, that it's likely not very clean and there's something there that's preventing those other fish from surviving. Right. Okay. Well, I think you've given me a great segue to ask about the, make sure I get it correctly here, the Stream Crime Investigation Program. Yep. Okay. So does that relate to the, the water quality that you were talking about and the IDing of the fish? Is that kind of a part of, of what this program would be? Or maybe, maybe we should just take a step back first before I get into that and tell me what is the Stream Crime Investigation Program from a broader perspective, I guess. All right. Well, from a, from a broader perspective, uh, we're required here in Fairfax County uh, under the Municipal Separate Stormwater Sewer System Permit, which is issued by the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality, hmm. to not only prevent discharge into our streams and our stormwater system that is not stormwater, but also to provide quality outreach programs for our stakeholders. Okay. And that includes students here in Fairfax County. So what SCI is, it's a program that we've developed specifically for high schoolers and late middle schoolers that allows ecologists to come into the classroom and teach students in an interactive sense. So basically, they'll be running a lab that mimics some of the things we do as ecologists. Oh, okay. Cool. Now, they they won't be identifying fish or insects, but remember how we talked about the water chemistry before? Well, that is specifically what this addresses. And in fact... We do something called dry weather screening, which is almost exactly what this is. Uh, we go out into the field and we monitor stormwater outfalls, basically where um, our storm drains empty into streams. Okay. And we do this during dry weather, so dry weather screening, right. and we look for what we call illicit discharges. So if we go to those outfalls during dry weather and there's water running through it, huh. that lets us know that there may be a pipe that's illicitly hooked up to the oh, storm drain or okay. someone or or there's some sort of uh, connection that shouldn't be there or right. something, someone's dumping something into the storm drain upstream. Yeah, interesting. So essentially, I never thought about that. Yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those things and it's actually we you wouldn't be you'd be surprised with the number of things we found doing this dry weather screening here in the county. Um, and it's a great way of protecting our storm drains yeah. or in our streams. You mentioned, Albert, I'll ask. I mean, can, okay. you, can you throw out a couple of things that are kind of weird they've been found? We've found, we, let me think about this, we've found um, various uh, sorts of dust from, say, concrete or marble uh, producers that huh. were unknowingly discharging into the stream. Right. We've found dye from T-shirt companies that's been discharged oh into the stream. Wow. Um, we found you know toilet paper and everything that's associated with that right. in our streams right. as well. Uh, so it's it's a great program, and it's something that that we're really proud to do because it's mm. we can see a direct impact on our streams by 
uh, correcting these right. illicit discharges. Right, right. So the Stream Crime Investigation Program for, I think said, high schoolers as well as perhaps late middle schoolers. I mm-hmm. uh, do want to mention that it uh, received an award from the National Association of Counties and also understand just recently received uh, a similar type of award from, from the Virginia Association of Counties. I think it's VACO and NACO, I think, are the two organizations. So this is an award-winning program. How, how did it come about? How did it get its start? Well, we have a lot of programs here in Fairfax County for elementary and middle school students. And we also have some pr- programs for high schoolers that uh, at the onset were, were not as interactive as we wanted. We really wanted to get in there and, and have the students learn about what we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we developed this program as a way of actually creating a lab that they could run experiments on or run tests on Mm -hmm. that are similar to the ones we run in the field. Now, we knew that we had to have something that utilized classroom-friendly chemicals, if you will. So things, if we ran, if we, if they were running the test that we run in the field, it involves lots of chemicals that wouldn't be permitted in schools and unsafe for students to work with. So we knew we wanted something uh, where they could get their hands dirty is not the best way of, of phrasing it, but actually you know, run these tests in a similar manner and actually see some sort of reaction. So what we what we started leaning towards was something called kitchen chemistry, which is a popular concept in mm-hmm. schools and other outreach groups. And basically what it is, is you use things that can be brought into a classroom, and mm-hmm. specifically food-based items, things you'd find in the kitchen. Oh, okay. So, for example, in our, in our project, when they're running water quality tests, um, in the stream crime investigation, they're using things like baking soda and vinegar, which you know are pretty mm-hmm. popular. Right, right. We probably made volcanoes as kids, you know, in science fair projects. Right. But in addition to that, we're, we're using red cabbage juice, which has huh. uh, a unique ability to change color based on the pH of whatever right. fluid it's in. So, huh. for example, in something that's very acidic, like lemon juice, it would turn, say, very pink. In something that's very alkaline. Uh, like if it was mixed with baking soda, for example, or say a detergent, it would turn very blue. And there's a whole mm. spectrum in between. So we found that these were uh, excellent ways of sort of emulating mm-hmm. the tests we mm-hmm. do in the field. And what what they're going to wind up doing with these these tests is they're basically tracking uh, some sort of illicit discharge, like what we do in dry weather screening, uh, through a storm drainage network. Okay. So the the concept behind SCI is that there are there is a fictional town. I, I was gonna I was yeah. gonna read I was <laughs> okay. gonna read a little paragraph here. Let me let me do that. Okay. You, you set it up well. Stream crime investigation. Um, students assume the role of crime scene investigators, similar to a group of scientists who are tasked with tracking down the source of waterborne pollutants in a fictional town. Students use f- fictional hospital records to diagnose residents based on the symptoms of previous patients with waterborne illnesses. Okay, so that set set up set that up well. That's that's okay. right. Okay, so it's it's I was gonna say it's game, but it's not a game, but it's a fun way to to learn and to get some hands-on experience doing some other stuff as well. Right, and the and the thing is, you know, for a lot of these high school classes, especially seniors and juniors, they're going to be transitioning into college soon and starting to think about what careers mm-hmm. or career aspirations they'd like to take on. So. Uh, when Danielle Wynn, who is uh, a, another ecologist mm-hmm. with whom I developed this project, when we go into these classrooms, 
the students can actually ask us questions about what it's like to be an ecologist or mm. you know a biologist, a chemist, you know some of the things that we focus on, and how it's applicable to in this case county level government, but also you know stormwater or yeah. freshwater ecology as a whole. Hmm. Learn what duties we actually take yeah, on and what yeah. is involved in our day-to-day life. Well, that's like I said, it's a great way before they go to college, make sure to kind of figure out, hear it from the source about really what's involved in the job day-to-day mm-hmm. and what you're doing, what you're accomplishing. Yeah, we've got a lot of really positive feedback from teachers regarding that, too. It's like it's nice to actually have, they say, it's nice to actually have somebody in the classroom yeah. that can answer these questions for them that actually goes out and does this every mm-hmm. day. So how widespread is the Stream Crime Investigation Program in Fairfax County uh, public schools? I mean, is it uh, is it in every school? Is it limited to a handful of schools? I mean, what's the what's the the uh, the range, I guess, of folks that can get involved or kids that can get involved? It's certainly open to every Fairfax County public school. Oh, okay. And uh, we're very easy to get a hold of, and we're always happy to run this program. Currently, we've We've taught about 236 students, I believe is the number, oh, huh. uh, through a handful of schools, um, mostly mostly high school at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been really well received. Uh, the students and teachers seem to really enjoy it. So we're really looking for opportunities to kind of to spread the word mm-hmm. and also, you know, teach this class more often. Right, right. Um, so I've, we've got teachers listening to the County Conversation podcast, and they're like, oh, wow, this sounds like something I'd really like to get in my class or maybe a principal saying in my school. Um, I, a couple of part question, is it a uh, – what's the time frame of the curriculum or the program so that how, how would they know how it fits into their class? And then how would they reach out to you or someone else to say, hey, I think I'm interested in getting that in my school. How can I do that? So – couple of part question there for you. Yeah, the time frame for the the, cla- the class can it can range you know, anywhere from forty five minutes to say an hour or so, um, and we can certainly stick around for questions. We can make the class shorter or longer. We can we can work with the teacher to fit their needs uh, regarding their schedule um, and the length of the period that they're teaching. Okay, uh, it is pretty involved. So having a lab type environment is always uh, mm. preferable. Mm-hmm. We'll be breaking the children, or the, sorry, the students, in this case, into groups. And uh, it's nice to have separate lab tables, yeah, separate yeah. sinks. Um, but yeah, we, we like to we like to run it around, say, about an hour Okay, is, is about good. But it's not a very, but that sounds like it'd be very easy to incorporate into lessons plans or classes as opposed to saying, well, it's a two-week curriculum or right. two-week program or four-week program or something like that, yeah, okay. Yeah, and we're finding that the, a lot of the teachers that take it on are uh, environmental science teachers, mm. biology teachers, uh, earth science. Those are the sort of classes that it's aimed at, um, and especially those classes that are maybe electives or AP because we know that we'll have students in those classes that may be pursuing a mm. career in this field. Okay. So it's a, you know it's especially nice to be able to talk to them about sure. it. Sure, okay. How do, how do we uh, get more information? So if, if you're a teacher out there and you're interested in actually – trying this program out and running it, you can reach us at 703-324-5500, and that will put you in touch with uh, the Stormwater Planning Department, and you can ask for me. My name is John Burke or Danielle Wynn. We're the two folks that run this program Mm -hmm. and and developed it. Uh, Additionally, if you want to find out more about Fairfax County Stormwater um, or our outreach programs, including this one, Go to http colon slash slash www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash dpwes slash stormwater.
and there you can find information about some of our other outreach programs, uh, what we do as ecologists, uh, what the engineers and maintenance division do here in Fairfax mm -hmm. County to maintain this infrastructure mm -hmm. and develop successful projects that help protect our streams. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you mentioned other outreach opportunities very quickly. Uh, is there uh, a, a way just to mention a couple of them, just kind of in a nutshell, or some of the other outreach opportunities that uh, the Department of Public Works and Environmental Services offers? Sure. Well, I, I, I can speak on the behalf of Stormwater. Sure. Uh, we are involved with science fairs. We're also involved with Water Quality Field Day that's uh, put on with wastewater. It's kind of a joint program that mm -hmm. we do, a mm -hmm. great educational opportunity uh, for middle school students. In addition to that, as I said before, we have numerous programs for elementary and middle school students. Mm -hmm. They can be as simple as coming in and talking to the class, uh, giving a presentation. And we actually have a variety of games that we play with some of the younger students that kind of anchor in some of the concepts of freshwater ecology uh, at the basic level. Right, right. They seem to be really enjoyable, and they're great for uh, enrichment programs, Fairfax County-sponsored summer camps, and uh, after-school programs as mm -hmm. well. Okay. We're talking with John Burke, who's an ecologist with Fairfax County's Department of Public Works and Environmental Services about the award-winning program Stream Crime Investigation. And uh, I want to say congratulations again for winning uh, the VACO and NACO, the Virginia and National Association of Counties Awards for this program. And do want to point out that, if I'm looking at my notes correctly, this is the fourth year in a row that uh, Fairfax County Stormwater Planning Division has been recognized with an achievement award from the National Association of Counties. So uh, uh, great work there and uh, got to be extra rewarding to win that program as you continue on the tradition of the agency. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what have I not asked you about the stream crime investigation program that you really would like to get our listeners to, to know about and its, and its importance? I just, I just like to emphasize uh, one more time, I think, the value of having scientists in the classroom that have actually conducted these tests or similar tests before, have, have run through uh, similar uh, scenarios in the real world, and uh, the connections that can be made with students, especially those that are moving on to college. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as we're looking at this this program, and, and I do want to point out, you mentioned there were other outreach opportunities, so a lot of, uh, a lot of ways folks can uh, learn more information and the school students can get involved uh, with programs in the, in the classroom. Do you mind giving out telephone number, uh, website address again, that folks can uh, find out more about the uh, Stream Crime Investigation Program? Sure. Information regarding the Stream Crime Investi Investigation can be found at http colon slash slash www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash dpwes slash stormwater. And information regarding outreach in general can be found at 703-324-5500. And that will put you in touch with Stormwater Planning Division, and you can ask for John Burke or Danielle Wynn, and mm -hmm. we'll be happy to answer your questions. Okay. Final, uh, final question. Mm -hmm. When you've been in the classroom with the Stream Crime Investigation Program, is there a way to, to, to know feedback or, or just do you kind of feel like maybe this is an audience that's already interested? Maybe not. Do you feel like it's making a long-lasting impact that they're more aware now of the importance of streams and fish and wildlife and that type of thing uh, as a maybe kind of an eye-opener that some things they weren't aware of, I yeah. guess is where I'm going at. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We've, we've found it to be 
to be eye-opening for students mm. in, in many regards. And the way we sort of assess that is after we've conducted the stream crime investigation itself where they're tracking down these mysterious yeah, illnesses, yeah. Uh, they're left with uh, an open discussion between oh. the teacher, uh, the two ecologists that are teaching the program, and the rest of their classmates, where they discuss ways of preventing pollutants from entering streams and the stormwater oh, okay. system in general. Yeah. And uh, we find that it's often surprising that they're unaware that things like car washes next to storm drains, for example, charity car washes, mm -hmm. uh, can contribute a lot to our a lot of pollutants to our streams. Wow. Because if you think about it, if you have a car wash yeah. right next to an open storm drain, it's going to go right into our streams, which will lead right into the Potomac and right oh. into the Chesapeake Bay. So you have you have that, which you know is certainly eye opening. And then even sm you know small things like uh, picking up after your dog. A lot of the mm. students. Uh, come to the realization that that's a, a contributor to pollutants as well. Um, and you'll have one student raise their hand and mention it, and then another student say, you know, oh, I didn't, hadn't thought about that. Right. Wow. Well, I've learned a couple of things, too, already. So oh, right. eye-opening eye for me as well. So that's, that's great. You can f find a target audience that maybe would want to move into this, like you said, mm -hmm. college and career, but then just general information for other students in the class that can hopefully, if we all take uh, small steps, we can uh, make the world a better and uh, more more uh, econo ecologically friendly place. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. That's the idea. We're trying to move in... Uh, increase and encourage environmental stewardship as much as possible yeah. here in the county. All right. John Burke has been with us. John, thanks for uh, being with us and talking about the Stream Crime Investigation Program. That was and, my pleasure. And congratulations again on the VACO and NACO awards for this program. That is going to do it for this edition of the County Conversation. We want to thank uh, John for being with us and also thank you for, uh, for listening. If you need to get more Fairfax County news and events, you can visit us online at fairfaxcounty.gov news or call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. You can also uh, subscribe to Fairfax County's Newswire, your comprehensive county news source, offering the news that's important to you and your community via Twitter, email, and RSS. Learn more at fairfaxcounty.gov news slash subscribe. County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government. <laughs>